Symbionic Titan. Hello and welcome to episode number two of Symbionic Titan in Review, Neighbors in Disguise. The episode begins with our three heroes, Princess Alana, Lance, and Octus, looking at a house. The realtor seems to have had some trouble finding a house to the exact specifications that the three have asked for. It wasn't easy finding a place with your unique specifications. A balcony with an enchanting view of the villagers, 360-degree unobstructed vantage point from every corner of the house, and electrical capacity exceeding 5,000 amps? 5,021 amps, to be exact. Next, we see Lance looking through the front window. From his view, he sees everything that could go wrong. Meanwhile, up on the balcony, Ilana is looking over everyone playing, and she is reminded of Galaluna and how she would look over the planet as the princess of the faraway world. Back inside, Octus purchases the house in cash that he dispenses from his back, like a walking ATM machine. Immediately, Lance says what needs to be done to secure the house. Ilana is reluctant and wants to buy furnishings. Moments later, the doorbell rings. Yoo! Anyone home? Oh my gosh! Get a load of you guys! Welcome to the neighborhood, neighbors! I'm Barb, but you can call me Barb. <laughs> Kidding! <laughs> Barb takes a liking to Octus and suggests to Alana that she check out the mall for furniture. Lance is greatly opposed, but Alana leaves anyway. Alana takes a bus. On the bus, she overhears a conversation about the big fight with the Mutrati Mega Beast and how the Titan destroyed it. The bus drives over a bridge. The bridge spans over the giant crater that the Mutrati Mega Beast had left. Lance has now left the house and is chasing after the bus by foot in an epic scene. Once he catches up to the bus, he jumps through a window and sits right next to Alana. Back on Galaluna, a rebellion is about to take place, as a small group of soldiers rush the castle and take out the Mutrati Beast, but General Medulla jumps down very swiftly and kills the soldiers with little difficulty. Traitor! You think you've won? You'll never crush our spirit. We'll fight to the last man and crush you. Hmm. Someday, maybe. But not today. General Medulla is then given the news that the Mutrati Mega Beast has been defeated. He decides to send something with a little more intelligence to Earth. At the mall, a merchant is about to squeeze a little lotion into Alana's hand. Lance takes it as a threat and kicks the lotion salesman away. What are you doing? That guy was trying to hurt you with his death spray. He's a merchant. But he had a weapon. It was a bottle of scented cream. He was just doing his job. So am I. <sighs> Attacking merchants isn't protecting me. Lance, just take it easy. In the furniture store, the two look at a few setups until Alana finds something she likes. And on a table... She sees a snow globe with a castle in it. She remembers when she was a little girl and her dad became king of Galaluna. I miss home. Um, maybe we should go. Go? Is that all you have to say? Don't you have any feelings? Don't you miss home too? What's wrong with you? I just don't have much to miss. Back at the house, Octus is setting up a security system. It's made up of many orbs connected by some sort of string. Barb shows up with some cookies, and Octus takes her downstairs. She begins helping him unknowingly with a security system outside, planting it in the ground. 
Back outside of the store at the mall, security surrounds Lance, and he activates his robotic armor, which brings the attention of the army and the five-headed mechanical beasts that General Medulla has sent to Earth. Lance and Alana escape the mall and fly back to their house, but the beast follows the signal of their armor and is right behind them. Octus begins to say engage, but Alana stops him and says, Titan. Titan? That's what the Earth people call us. I like it. Engage, Symbionic Titan. The Symbionic Titan begins to fight, but Lance quickly realizes he can't keep the people from getting hurt and charges at the beast. The two end up on the outskirts of town, and the Titan is pinned. Octus says that there is an energy signal coming from inside the beast, but its skin is too tough to penetrate. Lance separates the Titan and flies into the beast and stabs the energy source, causing the beast to explode. Back at the house, Lance says he's going to bed and departs to his room. I've never met anyone quite like him before. He is rather intense. Why do you think my father chose somebody so... strange? Maybe your father sees something in him that none of us do. Ilana walks upstairs to her room. When she opens the door, she sees the snow globe from the mall. Back at the mall, in a security office, a guard is watching Lance change into his robotic armor on the monitors over and over. Solomon appears behind the guard and says he'll need all of the copies of the videotape. Cut to credits. And now it's time for the review portion of the podcast. Um, first of all, I have a few notes. Uh, first, I would like to apologize for the delay of the podcast. Uh, the episode was aired on Friday, and I apologize for getting it out on Sunday. I uh, had trouble finding the actual episode to watch. I didn't get a chance to watch it live, and my DVR wouldn't record it, and iTunes still hasn't posted it. So I just now got it, and it is a fantastic episode. There are a few things that I noticed, um, starting with Barb, who shows up at the house just knocking and coming on, and it reminded me of Uncle Buck whenever he's watching over the kids and the lady, the neighbor, comes over and seems to do the same thing, uh, especially since she was all over Octus the same way this lady was all over Buck. Uh, next, I mispronounced the planet's name in episode one. It's Galaluna, not Galuna, or Galana. It's Galaluna. The tear in space is what I described the rift gate, which is what sent the monsters to Earth and also how Lance, Alana, and Octus got to Earth. I believe I mispronounced Mutrati as well. Now, um, this episode was... <laughs> it was pretty freaking awesome, I've got to say. like, I really appreciate the way... I, I believe I mentioned this in episode one. I appreciate seeing Gendy Tartakovsky's work in a PG-rated show, just, I mean, like I said, Barb was one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time, especially from Cartoon Network, and you really couldn't do that on a G-rated show, I mean, she was, there were a couple innuendos, and and the action is just better, too, in a in a PG-rated show. The, the best part of the episode, to me, was just the chase that Lance did after the bus, it, it kind of reminded me of the opening scene of ca- the remake of Casino Royale, where it's just ridiculous and awesome. The line, whenever he jumps through the window, whenever he, sa- what he says to Ilana, so is that the mall over there? It, that cracked me up. I thought it was hilarious. 
the the best part about being on Galaluna this time was seeing General Medulla just wipe out these soldiers. It was it's showing how much power General Medulla has, and I'm not sure how far they're going to go with that. I do remember in episode one though, the king seemed extremely, extraordinarily, almost overly surprised that General Medulla was alive. And it's making me wonder whether this is General Medulla, if this is Medulla himself, if it's not something else, if it could be another, maybe a transforming beast or a creature or a robot made by an enemy. I'm not sure what it could be, but I, I'm wondering if it even is Medulla himself. Also, I've noticed some similarity, similarities between Medulla and Solomon, the leader of the Galactic Guardian group, and... Uh, it makes me wonder, especially with the way Solomon acted at the end of this episode, if he could be working for Medulla or maybe even controlling Medulla. It, it's, um, you know, I'm wondering. It could be either way. Because the way that Solomon jumps and acts um, mimics Medulla from what we've seen in this episode. Now, Medulla seems to also have control over many, many more beasts than just a few Mutrati beasts. He seems, since he's taken over the planet, it seems like he's got people on his side from pretty much the the dictatorship that's happening here. And we still haven't seen what happened to the king exactly, so I'm wondering if he's got him locked up, if he may have even killed him. Uh, another thing I wanted to bring up was the fact that Lance said he doesn't have anything to miss. Um, I wonder if this means he's just, he went into the army with no, the only reason he went into the army is because he had no family, he had nothing to live for, and he ended up being one of the best soldiers. There's something obviously that they're trying to point to that Lance has in his past that he doesn't care about Galuna or Maybe he cares about Galuna, but he doesn't care about being there. And the fact that the king picked him to guard not only the princess, but his daughter, you know. So, there's something... I can't wait to see a Lance, uh, you know, episode all about what happens in his past. It's something that's that I feel is going to be shrouded in secrecy. Now, I do know that the next episode is about him getting his driver's license. So there's a chance we'll get some some of his past. But I hope that there is a good 22-minute episode of Lance getting a backstory instead of hopefully they don't give it to you in pieces. But either way, this episode was awesome, better than the first. It's just they brought up the, the term symbionic titan, and it's absolutely enjoyable to watch. Uh, thank you very much for listening, everybody. And please shoot me an email at symbionictitan at gmail.com. Or you can check out the website at symbionictitan.blogspot.com. You can leave comments on any post there. And just please let me know what the, how the show's doing. Um, let me know what you think of the podcast. Tell me what I can fix because I'm sure there's plenty wrong with it. I know I have a lot of uhs and ums. Just, you know, give me a little feedback and uh, we'll work on this together. This show's awesome, and I can't wait to hear from other fans of it. Thank you very much.